like I said early on, either you're going to be inspired or intimidated. So I got people watching for the right reasons and the wrong reasons. I always say you got three type of people. What's that? You got your advocate. Yeah. Who is your cheerleaders? I ain't going nowhere. Come on. You know what I'm saying? They're going to be there. Right, wrong, and different. They're going to cross over with you. You got your supporters. Supporters change. I can reach this level and I may have exceeded where you thought I should be or how you see me. Yeah. And you got your hater. Yeah. All three of those are relevant. Uh-huh. You can't get rid of them. They're going to they gonna have a seat at any table in the audience. Mm-hmm. No matter where you at, what you're doing, how you're doing, and who you're doing it with. So when you're aware and you understand who you are and whose you are, I can now move accordingly around mm-hmm. these corners. That makes sense. No, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yo, what up, 33? Tell me something good. Everybody you know, they tell me life don't come with no menu, so we're going to take it a day at a time. back again you know tune into the good days great nights podcast um i go by cool breeze out if you know me in the cigar world they call me 33 alicia and uh Ariston's father or daddy depending on how, what demographic how you get down your favorite uh, your auntie's favorite podcast host she's been she's been calling me lately she said man i like what you're doing baby keep on going i'm gonna tell my niece to do right you know your uncle's favorite nephew me and him we've been talking we we don't know if we want to keep Dak or not. You know, we we kind of feel short when it came to the Super Bowl. Second coming to Gerald Levert. Mr. Will spin your mama from a half to a hole. I just got a few handles, not a lot, but just a few. Um, it's always great to break bread with my people. So anytime I get my people here and it's, we can break bread, I always have a good time with it. Um, this one, I think this one's going to be special. I say that about everyone, but it's always good when I get people that I know that can be transparent. So uh, we got a rule here. A good days, great nights podcast. We don't introduce you by your name. A lot of times they may have heard something about you. They may have heard this story or that story. We base it off of something a little different. So we base it off in the form of music in a road trip. So uh, if you was getting ready to go somewhere and you can pick a place you want to go right now, what place would you pick? It, I know, but the, the, <laughs> it's the it's the irony of it. We, we can we can pick it. We can pick a bigger destination. And that'll be fine as well. You know, now I'm going to buy by the way. Okay. Um, we can go out the country. One of the, we can go out the country? Yeah. Oh, man. I'm going to pick Hawaii. We can go out the country, but that's a long road No, no, trip. no, no. So I got, I got an antidote. I got an antidote. <laughs> we get off the plane. We in Hawaii, right? Uh-huh. It's a, we get a sprinter. And we got a driver. But you got the ox cord. Okay. So you got your group of people with you. I got my group of people with me. I know you. I've I've had conversations with you, and I, I, your people know you. But I got three people in the back of the Sprinter. They don't know you. So they want to get to know you based off of the music choice. And it's no right or wrong, but it's just more or less if you can describe yourself in five songs or where you're at in the world right now, what would, those, what would that be? I don't know, man. Yeah. got to get to know me through my music. Through but. your music. 
So your music, where you at in your current, you know, saying in your current mental right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What what five songs would you play? Like with that introduction, uh-huh. you gave me like five different, ten different personalities. That's good. That's great. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> so you made me feel all the way human. Right. Like right. I'm not the only person over here dealing with me, she, and her, huh? They always come. They <laughs> yeah. always come. They always come. Trust me, they come. So they all going to be in this printer. Yeah. We all today. in there. Yeah. Y'all in there. Uh-huh. Um, for real, I'm a gospel nigga. That's good. So we we riding. Um, and see, that's my intimate space. So I'm gonna mix some if I'm with other people. Then uh-huh. consider it. But if it's me in my world, I gotta have that moment. Okay. Um, Yolanda Adams is my favorite gospel artist. Okay. But I rock with Lecrae. So Lecrae or, or Yolanda? You get five. We can do we can do both of them. For real. Okay. So Yolanda. We do, yeah, we because they they both got different tones, different meanings. Okay, so what's the song from Look, Yolanda? Ray, I'm gonna have to from Yolanda. Yeah, I'm gonna have to do. Um, <sighs> I think it's I believe. Okay, we'll go with that. I think it's I believe. If it's not, charge it to my mind, not my heart. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I believe. Uh, I want to look it up. No, nah, I don't do anything. Do oh, okay. Uh. Or never give up. That's what it is. You're never give up. Never give works? up. That's what it is. Okay, so talk about that song a little bit. Um, that's one of them motivators. That's one of them. Uh, let me get real deep down in the soul and the core. Okay. But where you gotta check yourself and have a me conversation. Uh huh. And get back to it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Connected with who you are. Yes, ma'am. Where you going and how you gonna get there? Okay. Even without even knowing the how, like the details of the how. Yeah. But just the the coreness of I got the I got the juice, I got the connection, yeah. I got the source. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the power, the powerfulness of it. Gotcha. Um, it just gives you that strength to 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 keep on going, build you back up. Uh-huh. It's, it's supposed to do it because the way, the way it does is it pops. Oh. Yeah. We can bring you a little closer. Oh, oh okay. My, my, my mouth's going to touch it. <laughs> you ain't going to be. You're going to be all right. I promise. Uh, there it is right there. But, yeah, it's 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 one of them cores. It's, it's, uh-huh. it's that um, it just hits you down in a gut where you, oh. Right. You know what I'm saying? Perfect. And ain't no, ain't no looking back. Ain't no I can't. Ain't no I might. Okay. It's yes, I can, and oh, yes, you will. I will. Yeah. Not, not even. Not even. I will. It's like you're being charged with. Yeah. Yes, you will. Like you're being told and and held accountable. Yeah. Girl, you got this. Right. For playing with us. Gotcha. And then Lecrae, what's that song? Background. Background. Okay. I, was <laughs> I can't sing, but I think I can. Everybody can sing. Yeah, in the shower. That's it. Okay. Background. <laughs> You get three more. What's your What's your other three? Uh, so my kids, um, we kind of had this little thing going back and forth. I've been seeing that. Yeah, I've been seeing that. Because um, somebody crazy about this this one guy. This one guy. Uh, somebody's crazy about this one guy. <laughs> one of my favorite artists. Uh, we got. That, are we gonna put him on there? It, 
Hell yeah, most definitely. So what's the what's the song? I, I what's the, be what's being the song? Transparent. What's the song? The song we gonna do Hail Mary. Come on, because you know every we all love a good Tupac, <laughs> yeah. don't we? Don't we, bro? <laughs> we gonna do I ain't mad at you. So hold on, you want you want both of them? Okay, Hail Mary, and I ain't mad at you. And we gonna I'm a romance child. Come on. Let me hear. Uh. One more. Let's do, do I want to do, uh, Eric Sheeran or Keisha Cole and, uh, Daheen? I'm not wild. Okay. Okay. I changed. Man, I changed. I'm kind of, I'm kind of torn because Eric Sheeran going to be my wedding song. Okay. Yeah, we're going to do Eric Sheeran. Okay. We're going to do Eric Sheeran. Okay. That way we can we can dive into some different areas. Okay. Bet. Okay, so we got Yolanda Adams, Never Give Up. We got Lecrae, Background, Tupac. They're going to be like, this girl confused. No, nah, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to break it all the way down for you. So Tupac, Hail Mary, and I ain't mad at you. Then Ed Sharon. Um, so if we in the back and we kind of comparing notes, it would say that you know God. You know, you know where you want to be and you know where your help come from. But it also say that you understand like what it looks like to 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 have to go through something. Uh, with Tupac, it's just it is who he is. He was a poet, but he was a, he was a beautiful man in the sense of the way he delivered it. Even with Hail Mary, even you know, saying I ain't mad at you was just one of the ones. Like it didn't matter what it was. But I'm a I'm so pro Tupac. Like you can't isn't there? You can tell me about that. And then Ed is just the soul. Even though he, you know, saying he a little lighter than us, he got the soul. He got the soul. He got the soul. So without further ado, could you do me a favor? Could you introduce yourself? Yeah, I can. So okay. my, my name is Carletta Temple. Okay. And I'm a Kansas City, Missouri native. Yeah. Born and raised. Yes, ma'am. Um, I'm a twin sister. Okay. I'm a mother of two. Come on, pop it. Uh, I'm a God fearing woman. Yeah. As my brother said. Um, and and I'm I'm a I'm around the way. I'm a down to earth type of chick. Yeah. Um, I like to say I'm bougieto. Yeah. Because I like my nice things. But I, I, I'm relatable. Okay. I understand because I come from yeah. poverty. I come from, you know, the bottom. Yeah. Everything that I have, I have had to create um, an opportunity or know how to sit at the table and take advantage of the opportunity. Okay. So with that, with that, and I thank you again for coming. So with that, and you and you saying coming from the bottom and just coming where you're from. What was your childhood like? Ooh, I'm going to say this um, because I have dealt with this yeah. in my adult years and in these last couple chapters of my life. Um, as dysfunctional as it was, yeah, I felt love. Uh-huh. I never felt like I went without love. Yeah. So to describe it in one word is kind of difficult. No, that's you just did it. Yeah. No, because like. <laughs> I think a lot of times, like when we when we when we growing up, we don't understand what a lot of times like kids are being shut. Like their parents kind of put their shield up, or their family put their shield up, and they block them from a lot of stuff that they would normally see when, when you become an adult. Mm-hmm. It's a gift and a curse because you kind of be like, "Dang, I, I wish I would have knew this or this was going on." But at the same time, the key ingredient is always love. Yeah, because there's some people, and I said this before, some people are raised two ways. It's either you raised off of survival. Or you raised off of love. Yeah. 
Yeah. I prefer to be around people that are raised off love. Yeah. People off of survival, I think at some point in time, at the wrong time, they'll take advantage because this is survival. It just kicks in. Mm-hmm. But if it's love and it's genuine, it'll always surpass because love is in spite of. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Love is in spite of. It doesn't matter how people treat you, how they do you, or whatever. You still love them because it's in spite of. You see what I'm saying? So dysfunctional mom and dad in the home? No, I grew up in a um, separate household. Okay. My mom and dad was actually best friends. They were best friends. Yeah. Afterwards or prior to? Or prior to. Yeah. Nah, they, they still OG. Yeah. Nah, prior to. I, I was made, I, me and my twin brother was born out of wedlock. Okay. Yeah. But honestly, I had the best of both worlds because I had a, I grew up with my stepmom. Yeah. And I we'll grew bonus. up we'll with We'll call her we we'll call her bonus. Yeah, bonus. Yeah. And I grew up with um, a stepfather yeah. in a home. Bonus father. Yeah, bonus father. <laughs> so, I mean, each side culturally in the way that they did things was similar. But yeah. Different. So you got exposed to different things on this side and you got exposed to different things on this side. Okay. And that's just what it was. Yeah. I mean, so to me growing up, that's how we understood things. That's, that's, yeah, it was That was norm. our norm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm the baby uh, on my mom's side. Okay. And on my dad's side, we're the middle. Yeah. But we didn't grow up with half anything. My right. st- my siblings is my siblings. That's period. The, point blank. Yeah. That's my backbone. That's my rock. That's my cheerleaders. That's my. So I was, I'm a twin, but I have seven sisters and a younger brother as well. So yeah. seven sisters and two brothers. That's loud. And we don't play about each other. That's good. That's yeah. how it's supposed to be. Like people. People read me or or see me, and, and either you're going to be intimidated or you're going to be inspired. That's yeah. just what it is. And that's something that I had to grow into being comfortable with and okay with because yeah. I can only show up and be me. Right. And I'm a big light. I'm a big person. Um, and, you know, I I got work to do. I'm, I'm a light. I'm going I'm gonna vibe. I'm going to inspire. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my purpose in life is to aspire to inspire. And if I can connect somebody to the light, through my journey, then that's what I'm going to do. Right. And that's more important and more relevant going into this 40 chapter. Yeah. Because I know more and I'm, I'm very much more confident and connected with my discernment. Yeah. And I have to question my steps and who I am. Yeah. I have a base that I rely on. Yeah. And it's two things. If I have to question, like I tell my kids, we reset our, our more, our, our family more, moral uh, compass and understanding. Yeah. Um, First Corinthians sixteen, uh, fourteen. Let's do it. Do everything you do in love. Come on. And if you have to question, if you're questioning your choices or your moves yeah. or whatever decision you making, if it don't line up with that son, mm-hmm. go back to the drawing board and figure Start it over. out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's just something that I wanted to leave my kids as they're maturing into young men, and yeah. we're not in the presence as parents gotta make some decisions on your own you yeah. know what i'm saying so having that moral basis but not getting too far off track but um yeah and in integrity yeah. you know what i'm saying understanding if 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 it's moving me away from those two bases then i that i have to question is this for me right you know what i'm saying so just going back to the family and the upbringing when i talk about my siblings like they're my cheerleaders they're they're my everything i can go there Get beat up in a world and they're gonna love you. They gonna they gonna tell me who I am and what I am and how beautiful I am. And I call my big sister 
one way that she answered the phone, this is uh, one of my big sisters. Uh -huh. Hey, my beautiful baby sister. Yeah. Can you say it again? Hey, my beautiful baby sister. Mm -hmm. My other sister, Katrina, I see her. She's, she's gone. That's my, that's, that's my baby. That's my beautiful uh, baby sis. Yeah. Come here. She's very soft-spoken. Okay. So, I mean, we'll, like, antagonize my mom with it because my mom, uh, I always say, like, we just versions of her. Yeah. We'll get on her. I mean, honey, please. But yeah. uh, I just, again, I'll be like, say it again. I prance around yeah. like a little kid. But so my point is just when I talk about the dysfunction, it was so much love. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh, so, yeah, my siblings, and that's that's how I am to them. You know, right. we are each other cheerleaders. That's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. And I think when you, um, when you have siblings, mm -hmm. it gives you a sense of how to become somebody's friend, how to share, um, you know, with me. So I have a well-blended family. Mm -hmm. It's... One, two, three, four, four sisters, three, two, two brothers. You see what I'm saying? And then we count God brothers and stuff too. So it's yeah. kind of different. You know what I'm saying? So my count a little thrown off right now. But it was always, um, it was always love though. You know what I'm saying? It was always love. It was always character. It was always fun. I was the middle and all, but at the same time, I have an older brother, mm -hmm. but he had at one point in time in his life, he just, he wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? So that it kind of became an honorary thing. You know what I'm saying for me. So you talked about your your family and that, but you you also have what two boys? I have two boys. I have two young men. Two young men. Yes. So with raising two young men, um, do you think that you're um, Corey and Chase? Corey and Chase. 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 Shout out both. Mm -hmm. So do I always ask because I want to know, and this is a real big thing to me when we when we raising kids and stuff like that, right? <laughs> So my question is always, are we giving our kids a service or a disservice? You've, you've spoken about the morals and, you know, coming back into it. So when your kids look at you and they kind of go through your your life, mm -hmm. do you feel like you're giving them a service or a disservice in, in the sense of, like, teaching them how to dream? Mm -hmm. In what way? Um, I'm going to be honest. The answer, yo, that's that's a two-part answer. Come on. Yeah, to be real, I think if, if, if I thought that I did anything other, I would be lying. Mm -hmm. Um. I have, I'm, I'm, a, I'm always coming from serving uh, spirit when it comes to them because I'm your protector. I'm your nurturer. Yeah. You know, I'm your provider. I'm going to give you the tools in every aspect, mentally, physically, emotionally, stability, financially, um, so that you're equipped to go out here and thrive. Yes, ma'am. You know what I'm saying? But do I make mistakes? Yeah. Yeah. So it, it may have been moments that I wasn't aware of yeah. that I was doing a disservice. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Um, and those conversations can only come about when you make room at the table for them. Gotcha. You know, and you're comfortable to receive what that young man has to say. Yeah. And we have had those conversations. Yeah. And yeah. I, I've seen it, and I think it's amazing that you that you do talk to them in the way that you do and you treat them as such as men. Mm -hmm. Like the way, even with that, like you said, I'm raising, I'm raising men, I'm raising yeah. young men. And a lot of times we like, that's, you know, mothers are kind of like, that's my baby. Well, not always <laughs> there, but yeah. Yeah, no, but, <laughs> yeah. That's the, but that's the journey. You yeah. know what I'm saying? The destination is easy, but that is the journey mm -hmm. because I have a son and a daughter. Mm -hmm. When I, when I'm dealing with my daughter, I, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm firm sometimes, but I'm, uh -huh. I'm a soft, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. When I'm dealing with youngster, I'm soft. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy. And I tell everybody outside, I'm like, he just makes me soft. Really? Because of the fact that he's a black man in this world. Mm -hmm. 
So I don't want him to go in the world and live in the world and not know what it's like to experience love. Mm. But I want my daughter to know what it's like to experience it as well. Mm. But I want my son to know it's okay to be wow. a, a lover. You dig what I'm saying? That's different. Like I want because he has to know, like yeah, what it feels of, like it, from a genuine. Yeah, because then because yeah. we like six days apart you know oh and wow him. and so it's you get it yeah and, and i'm looking at him and i'm watching him as he's growing and changing it's, it's a little me yeah and i watched and i watched that oldest and i was it was some times that i could have did some things different yeah. so you kind of right your wrong so yeah when i look at my kids i'm like man i'm now giving them a better service mm-hmm. it was days that i worked too much or didn't work you know i was doing this or right. running the streets or whatever or searching for love you oh, know yeah. so you get lost in that and, yeah. it, and it's and that's okay I seen you and your son. Y'all, y'all had like a weekend getaway, kind of like a spiritual kind of joint. We did, <laughs> you know, but that's that's you know like that's like people don't they give you tennis shoes. They don't give you that. <laughs> yeah, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, they give you chains. They give you cars and stuff like that. Yeah. But you just say, hey, come walk with me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, I thought that was different. Thank you, thank so, you. So 24 hours in a day. Mm-hmm. What does that look like for you? Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> go on, go on. Pick a day, cause it ain't it ain't the same. It depends on the day. I go crazy. Like, okay. um, I just this, had a new assistant start today. Okay. And um, I pray she stay with me. Okay. <laughs> um, but you know, that it works out and everything. Cause finding somebody to work for you yeah. and with you, um, is it's hard. Right, right. It's difficult. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> Twenty four hours in a day. What does that look like? Say today. Today, today was a good day. Okay, come on, good day. Today was a good day in my ice cube voice. Um, <clears throat> so I'm gonna wake up about four a.m. Four. Four a.m. Beating the birds up. Beating the birds up. Okay. Gotta get it before the dawn. Okay. Um, and that's just my spiritual awakening. Yeah. You know where I can wake up and I can truly be, um, you know, into my synergy and connect with one. Yeah. And uh, what I like to call is just unpack. Unpack myself, um, organize my heart, my mind, my body, my soul, and figure out what the day need to look like. Um, it's the first fruits to get to the higher power. Yeah. And allow him to align your heart Fact. and your plans. Like, we, we go in a day knowing what's on the to-do list, the task, and what we got to do. But it's going into it with the right heart. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? The right, right the might, right mindset and thought. Um. You know, falling into it, scripture, the best way, let my thoughts be your thoughts. Right. You know, align and correct my heart, you know, asking for forgiveness um, and moving from that into your study time. Gotcha. Where you can get your word and your scripture. Um, I like the Bible app. So if I ain't going to do any independent study aside from the Bible app, mm-hmm. then I know the Bible app has your daily word is really dope. It's always on time. It's always on time. <laughs> always on time. <laughs> so I can rely on that to get a uh, structure with the word. Like yeah. your, your scripture, uh, spokesperson, right. breaking it down, a right. little more study with it, and then your prayer time. So, gotcha. um, and then I, I might journal. I love journaling. Yeah. I like journaling. And journaling always so. have or just something kind of more or less in the last few years? I wouldn't say the last few years. I would say more like my, I lost my twin brother at 26. Yeah. Um, we'll be 40 March 1st. So really shortly after him, um, he he was a big journaler. And I think uh, my mom is, is a, a, a poet writer. 
and he was and, yeah. and my one of my other sisters and i think i just kind of i always had it but i really embodied it yeah after that so really yeah, yeah, yeah. got this last 14 years got you um and so yeah so after so on a good day yeah get that get that morning miracle morning in is what i call it right uh that me time where i ain't got to give myself to the world first I can have be selfish with me and a sort through my heart and my core and who I am and how I'm about to go into this world and this journey. Um, that's beautiful. Sometimes it's exercising. So all this is happening before Don hit. Right. The beautiful thing about the time of year that we in now, it comes a lot later. Right. 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 <laughs> so right. right, right. right. <laughs> you you got to about that seven o'clock mm-hmm. before that light start creeping through that blind. Yeah. And um. Yeah, and I, I um I might fall back to sleep for a second, get my son up, and um yeah. So once he's off, come mm-hmm. back, start getting dressed, and moving, pushing to my day. So it just depends on what's on the schedule from there, right? And keep it moving. And typically, I'm in bed by seven thirty, eight o'clock. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, golden man. girl. Man, listen, two two seven. So I heard you talk about the, you know, saying everything before the dawn. But do you, besides that part, and you know, saying talking to God and everything, do you make sure that you get that hour of silence? Oh yes. Like so, what? all that's in there. Yeah, but yeah. Like, but so I mean, I know that is that. Yeah. In the morning, right? Yeah. That's that. What you said? That would be you. Where you said that's your solitude silence? is. Oh my God, that's like my best friend. Before I was gonna pick Hawaii, I was gonna say Oklahoma. Me okay. and my boys uh, met my best friend on a family trip back in. September, yeah, at the cabins down in Oklahoma. It was nice. Oh my god, one of the best quaint, quiet vacations. I love solitude. I'm the type I can ride in a car with no music. I can yeah. be in a house with no TV. I really don't watch TV. Um, I can. So you talked about our spiritual retreat. Yeah. So we did a dark thing. Yeah. And when I tell people about that, and I don't want to jump into it too early, but yeah. when I Go tell ahead. people about that, they like. Dark side. What is a dark? You gotta sit in the dark quiet for twenty four hours minimum. <laughs> so okay, I, 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 I love I, solitude. So when you were going, when when you're doing that, you and your son, right? Mm-hmm. And y'all sitting in that moment, are you like, is he already kind of mentally prepared for what you're trying to, or is he kind of he don't really know what to expect, and you kind of talking him through it? We ain't in it together. We're in our so, t- right. uh, total separate uh, uh, cabin. Yeah, like tiny tiny home. Yeah. Um, so on the journey preparing it, and let me say this, cause shout out to my son, Corey, Corey yeah. Jr. Um, he dope. <laughs> I have learned some things about my child these last five months or so. Mm-hmm. And I got an awesome son. Like I love him. I love his laid backness. I love his personality. So when I came to him, it was his birthday and we were really coming out of, um, we were still kind of there, um, a tough time. Right. The way that I cho- I had chose to move through it this time was very different than before. Going back to what I said earlier, I was going to do everything. Yeah. So no matter what he did, I knew that God continues to love me. Right. And I knew that God continued to forgive me. Right. So even though we had tough moments yes, and I could be, could be hurt, yeah. I wasn't going to let that emotion win. Gotcha. So, um, <laughs> um, when I came to him, it was around his birthday. Yeah. 
yeah. and we were at a place where very clearly and anybody would be like oh shit better than me because i want to see nothing on him you yeah. know he didn't expect nothing because he knew where we were at right but just the love that you got for your child like yeah. how god got love for us come on you want to come on give them something and i said hey i started sending them uh links to different retreats and i was like hey i'm uh i'm thinking about i'm about to go on one of these retreats would you want to do something like this with me and so he slowly responded um and he ended up responding and was like yeah and I said, okay, well, check them out and let me know which one you like. So initially, we was going to go away in um, North South Carolina. Gotcha. And I got to think that what I was looking for and what I wanted to take away from this experience, right. packing to unpack, to pack to come back, yeah. it was going to interrupt it. Okay. And I didn't want to, um, I wanted to save that space and experience it fully authentically and not have to go through that journey of unpacking and packing. Right. So I found something a little bit more uh, local, closer, and I sent him that one. It was very different. And I said, hey, take a look at it and let me know if you want right. to. He said, yeah. So we booked it. So it was a first-time experience for us both. Right. Like we were going in this together. Yeah. Um. And so the guy who leads the retreat, he's awesome. Very awesome with explaining it and setting the tone that you're leading this so he doesn't he, he doesn't give you a lot of tools other than look inward mm-hmm. but you know explaining and understanding what that looks like what that feels like mm-hmm. of course you know i know right but making sure that he understood um we did some breath work prior to going in gotcha and so that was awesome and beautiful because it helped prepare the relaxation and the whole body yeah. falling into solitude and relaxing and preparing for whatever experience you allow to happen here is going to happen. Gotcha. So if you're, you're not ready, if you hold back, your internal spirit is not going to allow you to go any further than what you can. Gotcha. So it was a great experience. To, so he did his breath work first, of course. So, Really answering your question, I don't want to get too far off preparing him. I just let it kind of follow my heart yeah. and my spirit to let us go into this organically and experience mm-hmm. it. So um, Corey's really, both my boys, really laid back, mm-hmm. really quiet, respectful, you know, going to go with the flow type of people. So if they have questions, they're going to ask. He didn't ask a lot, which showed me, like, he was really. He wanted to know it for himself. He wanted to know it for himself, and he's really a, a deep connected individual. Yeah. Uh, he went in there like a champ. Yeah. So how how were you doing your twenty four? I, I, I knew I knew what I was looking for. Gotcha. I didn't know how to get it. So my revelation didn't come to me until I was in there. Gotcha. And I knocked it. So <laughs> you got a, a ring doorbell. You can and remind you blindfolded the whole time. I seen it's that. Pitch dark. I seen that. Pitch dark. So you just kind of feel it? Feeling. If yeah. you take the blindfold off, you can't see either. Yeah. Now, people people who send they like, man, that's like going to the hole. Why yeah. would you want to go to the hole? Yeah. Uh, this one guy in Boston is like, yeah, that's cool, and and I can understand what you get from it, but it remind me of when I was in prison. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And it and it does. Mm-hmm. Um, which I always say in prison, you locked up, but your mental ain't. And it's all how you use that right. to your advantage. But anywho, um. So when I got in there, um, they have a like a cabinet 
you can open up if you make your way to the front, feel your way around, and it's a ring doorbell. So, twenty four hours you can reach out if you need assistance or right. anything, and you can unlock the door. So that's the beautiful thing is I have the power of knowing I can go out this door. If I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. So everything is significant with the power of choice. Now that's that's like what the yeah. power of choice. So that message came strong to me in there. Yeah. Um. So I, I called Brian. That's the guy name. Hey, I got to give my son a message. <laughs> yeah. And so this is why, you know, I say, like, Brian, Brian is just, you know, people have college. Right, right. And they they in, in positions and places to do holistic healing. <clears throat> and you got, anybody can pick up a tool and, and say this is what I do or certify, but I really, I really can feel connected that Brian was in his right position. He yeah. wasn't just doing this as a fancy title in modern day medicine to say look at me or whatever yeah um so i called him i said hey i need to give my son a, a message he's like well well what is it you know he's like um i said i just want to tell him i didn't set the intentions on what to expect or how to really go into this mm-hmm. and now that i understand i think i need to let him know and he just encouraged me to let it be and he said i can tell you the energy exchange you guys is very strong out here and it's very present yeah he said um if you wish and i must i will but i think it's best that i don't interrupt yeah whatever's happening yeah in his space that's cool and i received it gotcha so yeah i seen it i I was i was super i was super proud of this and like i said just the fact of being able to teach because you know you look at like covid it came through and it made us all sit at home. Mm-hmm. Um, the economy, the way it is now, recession, you got to pick and choose, you know. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes it's good to, to remind each other that being at peace is the best thing that you can do for yourself. Yeah. I think because we, when we get into a place of it and we so far, we moving every day. Yeah. Everywhere, every which way, you got something going on every hour. And a lot of times when you sit back into it, it's it's it's, it's scary. It can be, you know what I'm saying, like to, to like – to like to know that we live our lives based off of not being present. That's it. Like we always on the like it's just it's just weird. And I think now where I'm at in my life, I'll be thirty eight this year. You know? I'll be thirty nine. Let me stop. <laughs> I'll be thirty nine this year. I finally came to a place that I understand that it's okay to sit at home. And I'm talking about like my guy behind the lens, he used to be like, Bro, you you ain't got to go. Cause I used to leave from here, we used to shoot on Wednesdays, right? Uh-huh. And I used to run to the juke, two step, and move around. And yeah, go I was, I was anybody would call. Mm-hmm. I was always there. extending yourself, right? Yeah. And so when I finally got into a place in, a, in one moment, I was riding, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Hey, man, listen, you're doing the most, mm-hmm. but if you just sit back for a few months, I'm, I'm gonna show you mm-hmm. what you're missing out on." Mm-hmm. And so when it when it happened, it happened so though, and it was so it was so quick because I just stopped calling people, mm-hmm. and I stopped I stopped being available. Mm-hmm. And and when when I was doing it, it was hurting because I was wondering like, hey, bro, am I hurting this person's feelings? Am I this and that? Am I acting funny? You know, because right. that's the first thing they're gonna say. But he was like, nah, in this season, man, I don't like. I told you, I told you last year that I didn't want you to fix everybody's problems. Now I don't want you to fix your problems with temporary. You see what I'm saying? And a lot of stuff was temporary. I'm I'm coming home the next day and I'm opening up my pocket and I'm looking at receipts and I'm like, bro, I've 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 done all this with this and that. But you can't call these people when you're going through because they'd be like, hey, bro, you supposed to have the answers. 
or they're like, hey, man, uh, I'm, I'm busy right now. So you got to go back to where your help is. So I think that's dope. When you when you look at um, when you look at life and the things that you you've you've been through, you know, so you, like you said, you lost your brother, mm-hmm. and you, my you, best friend, you, you know what I'm saying. But I like when you when you was talking earlier, you said we'll be mm-hmm. forty this year. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you keep the memory going and everything like that, what what motivates you to be that way? I ain't got no choice but to keep going. I got I got too many people looking at me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got too many people riding on my on my wings. Yeah. And not in a in a sense of, you know, like leeching or yeah. um they hand out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you got you got your people you support and you're responsible for, Thanks. but um I've always been a pioneer. I, I I I paved the way. You know, and I don't mean that with arrogance. I just again understanding who I am and whose I am and what I'm here for. Anything I go through is to be used as a, a weapon, as a testimony to help not only empower me and inscript me on the journey to to go forward, but those behind me. Yeah. And that's 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 nieces, nephews, family, um, audience members. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like I said early on, either you're gonna be inspired or intimidated. So I got people watching for the right reasons and the wrong reasons. I always say you got three type of people. What's those? You got your advocates. Yeah. Who is your cheerleaders and ain't going nowhere. Come on. You know what I'm saying? They're going to be there. Right, wrong, and different. They're going to cross over with you. You got your supporters. Supporters change. So I can reach this level and I may have exceeded where you thought I should be or how you see me. Yeah. And you got your haters. Yeah. All three of those are relevant. Uh-huh. You can't get rid of them. They're going to they gonna have a seat at any table in the audience. Mm-hmm. No matter where you at, what you're doing, how you're doing, and who you're doing it with. So when you're aware and you understand who you are and whose you are, I can now move accordingly around mm-hmm. these corners. If that makes sense. No, yeah. So when you ask me what motivates me or what keeps me is when it comes to Carlton and Carletta, I mean, I got, I got his. I got his name on my shoulder. Yeah. I got his his legacy on my back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got I got people looking at me. I got my mama. You know what I'm saying? So I got my father. I got my siblings. Like I don't I don't come from a all personality where you got a mediocre self your mediocre self mm-hmm. self yourself down. Got you. You know what I'm saying? So <clears throat> I don't know how to I don't know how not to. How, how you know not what I'm to, saying? Yeah. I don't know how not to, and I get a kick out of being great. Come on. So, I mean, I I like wins. Mm-hmm. Is it uncomfortable at times? Yeah. You know, is it struggle? Heck yeah. You know, do I quit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do I want to quit? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I can't. You know, my conversations with God has been like, I don't want to do this no more. Right. Um, not me. Find somebody else. Right. Or this hurt, why I got you know why I gotta do it. why I gotta do it or yeah. why they gotta treat me like that Definitely. why they gotta feel this way about me? you know right, right. I've been hurt I've been hurt hurt by people I, yeah. I'm low key scared of people wow I'm low key scared of people I'm low key scared of people because they be weird people are weird baby but <laughs> they are they are weird and, and it's so scary because of the the this 40 chapter, oh, my God, I'm so woke. Yeah. People are so weird. My discernment is so heightened. 
It mm-hmm. has increased so much, and I pray for this. Yeah. It was a period last year where I felt like I lost me. When you talked about God sitting you down mm-hmm. and allowing you to be present again for yourself, yeah. for you and him, yeah. that connection, that reconnection. And that's what I went into the dark state looking for. Yeah. I needed to connect with my spirit again. Yeah. I couldn't feel it. I couldn't hear her voice. I didn't know what she felt like. Gotcha. And I felt so disconnected to me like I had been giving myself to everybody else. Come on. And I'm self-serving, I'm self-serving everybody else. Come on. And I don't got nothing left for me. And I never felt like that in my life. Mm-hmm. I knew what it was like to be, you know, connected, even when you didn't understand and you didn't mm-hmm. know what that was. I always knew that. And I was like, I can't go like this no more. Right. I'm tired. Right. I'm at capacity. Mm-hmm. And I was on a journey of just acting out loud. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And so that 2022 was, man. Right. That was a year. No, and I, and I, I, I do get you with the weird. Because I'll be like, me, me and my guy, we talk about it a lot. I talk with everybody else, and I be thinking I be tripping a lot of times, you know? I ain't questioning but, me no more. It yeah. ain't me. It's them. And and that that used to be my thing. That used to be my spiel. Like it ain't it ain't it ain't me. Mm-hmm. I thought it was me. I'm like, well, maybe I gotta change this, and maybe I gotta stop doing this, and maybe I'm expecting too much, or maybe I'm this. Now I did lower my expectations, but raise my standards. Mm, now I did. It. Now I did because you get so we we set false narratives for people in uh-huh. our lives, whether relationship, uh-huh. friendship, situationship, <laughs> business partners, whatever, and relationships. And I was, I was like, oh, I'm supposed to be this. Love is supposed to look like this. Uh-huh. A relationship is supposed to be like this. You're programmed to go to work and do this and provide and do this. But a lot of times the roles, like I tell everybody all the time, we're living in a time now where these roles are outdated in the rules. Mm-hmm. And when you start looking at certain things and you start seeing it, you're like, bro, I, I don't want to do that. And I don't want nobody to have to confine to just being this because I don't want nobody barefoot in the kitchen. I want you to be your own person. I want you to be your own voice. I want you to have that love for yourself. Mm-hmm. That self-love is love that we can't even, we can't, you can't buy that nowhere. That. And, if, and if you're not already healed, it's nothing that I can do. And you can't put a value on my self-love. Right. And, and when I, and, but that was the, you have to bring it up. But that was the thing that really got me. You see what I'm saying? Because I thought I could. Mm-hmm. I really thought in my mind, in my heart of hearts, I'm like, oh, I can do this and I can change a person and I can do that. And I'm talking about my, me talking about some of my friends. Mm-hmm. And some of my friends now, they be like, bro, like, I got something. I'm like, bro, you got to go to God. Yeah. And you got to go to wherever you believe. You got to deal with it. I can't fix it for you. Mm-hmm. Because if me fixing it for you is going to turn out to be something later on, it's going to be like, well, it was your fault. Yeah. And, and, and then the blame will be on you. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So once I got to that part of it, I'm like, nah, I don't want to do this no more. Like, so it was definitely that. And then when you said I'm being weird. I don't think it's just when we're being weird. I think it's really, I think it's really the alignment of you getting out of your comfort. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They they like that for a reason. You're, even mm-hmm. supporters, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you say, "Hey, you know, I'm doing this pod." I say, "Hey, can y'all share this? You know, these are my friends." Yeah, they ain't really supposed to. And it took me a while to understand. Like, they already know the person I am. Mm-hmm. It's on it's on for me to introduce myself to the world right. and everybody else in a in a more grand thing, and then have this platform so people can come and sit down and have conversations, right? And when they having the conversation, they get a chance to feel like, hey, I matter in the sense of who I am, but not what I bring to the table. Right. You see what I'm saying? Now, bring the human, yeah, the human piece, the person. So. Like you bring yeah. it to the table and lay it here. The world's still going on around us, of course, or whatnot. But the fact of the matter is, like, 
me as a whole, this is what I am. The days that I don't have a haircut, uh, the days that I don't have the best clothes on, or right. I'm not styling the way that you want me to style me, I'm still a person. Right. I'm still going By through the way, I stuff. got dressed for you today. Because <laughs> I run around be looking a mess. But see, that's what Believe I am. But where I'm at now, <laughs> yeah. I appreciate it. But where I'm at now, I'm the same. I'm like, I'm like comfort. And when yeah. it's time to put it on, we'll put it on. And when it's yeah. time not to, it's cool. It's I'm, cool. It's, and it's, and it's, but it was one of those things that I had to learn. I had to learn that if you if you if you extend yourself and you're always in the stores buying and stuff because you worried about how people are gonna perceive you when you walk in the door, mm-hmm. they don't really care about that. They don't. And 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 when they're honest with themselves, you'll know they don't care about it. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times the simplest pieces and the simplest things, they'll be like, Oh man, you did that or you you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. you thinking I gotta go extreme. Mm-hmm. It ain't even about that. You see yeah. what I'm saying? So I definitely think that when it comes to relationships, right? Mm-hmm. As much as you care to share, what's your views on where we are in this world, like as far as relationships, what do you think is where we at when it comes into that? Relationships. Yeah. Um, like we, we, they, the old people call it courting. Okay, steady. so you're talking about that type of relationship because yeah. my mind is like, okay, it's broad. Just yeah, we're going we're gonna to get that part too. But so courting, the, dating, exclusively, yeah. all that type of stuff. Yeah, like what do, you, yeah, what okay. do you think is lacking? Um, I think... For one, let me just say this. Okay. In 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 my market, <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's a shortage. Okay. Of men. Why? Prison. That's a good way to look at it. Graveyard. That's a good way to look at it. And it's more women to the number of. That's facts. You know, one man. That's facts. So I feel, um, and from my own personal experience with with dating uh-huh. um women accept a lot less mm. which makes it difficult you talked about adjusting your expectations and standards yeah. it makes it difficult for somebody like me where you might consider my standards or expectations too high when i ain't got to go through all these ropes or i ain't got to deal with all this yeah. you're extra yeah you a lot. That's yeah. like it's, you a lot. You a lot. You a lot to deal with. You yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think that within itself, the courting um is jacked up. It's it's off the the, the modality of it is off off track. You know what I'm saying? Um Will it ever get back on track? Is it coming back around anytime soon? You think our kids you know? will get it? Maybe your youngest? You think they'll get it? Cause they falling in love and it's like <laughs> yeah, they like <laughs> head over heels. Like, I don't know. I'm ready right now, type. So, I'm ready, but uh, <laughs> I think we all are. So, I'm ready. So, um, when I look at it, I definitely think that you guys have to accept. Y'all do have to take the lesser, and I think that's not fair. And I'm not. But I and that's and that's and that's perfectly fine. But I think too, as men, now you, I compromise. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Without Where I need to compromise Here, it, help. but. Uh, there you go. So I definitely, I definitely agree with what you know in, in part mm-hmm. of it. But I think it's a two way street. How? Because when I look at some things that men doing and how they set themselves aside, you're buying her and you don't even know her. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm not saying. But this, is that new for men? No, because, that's not new. No, but it's just at a rapid. And then now you have social media that shows it. So then we compare our relationships based off of what we see online. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But the true fact is. It's a lot of people on TV. Faking. 
and they going through showboat like i'm talking about like barely making it mm-hmm. and it was it was because um, i was married before mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying? but once i learned it mm-hmm. i have a better understanding of it now mm-hmm. it ain't what you what your it ain't what your grandma and them used to deal with it yeah. ain't what your mom and daddy and them did. it's what you gonna deal with mm-hmm. and when you set yourself aside and you say hey these are my morals these are my values i'm not backing off of this is that men don't have a problem with courting they just, they have to, the right person has to uh, make them. Have to make them and I'm, and, and I'm not saying make them in a forceful way, but if they live. Establish they, that expectation right. out the gate. But even that, you know, as a man, I'm here to tell you, uh-huh. when it, you know the one. Okay. You know if it's seasonal. You uh-huh. know if it's for today, if it's for uh-huh. tonight. You know if it's for longevity. Mm-hmm. You know if you can see yourself having kids with them. Mm-hmm. And that don't mean nothing nowadays because then when you got it. It's just kids ain't enough. Yeah. Love ain't enough. Yeah. You have to see the person that that's going to make you better. The heart. On both sides. Yeah. So you have to have somebody that's going to push you out your element and make you uncomfortable and make you not be like, okay, that's fine. Even if he's giving you the world. Yeah. It's it's on him to pour into you. It's on her to mm-hmm. pour into you and make you better. And never, ever, like, take jabs. Yeah. I think we live in a world now where we take jabs. If we don't get our way, mm-hmm. oh, man, you got me messed up. You You... You let yeah. Stacy, you know what I'm yeah, saying, had a movie, yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Or you let, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We quick to do that. Yeah. And I was, I was, I was guilty of it like last season. I was just kind of like, hey man, bro, I gotta court you and do all this, but the dude before you, you was like putting that ain't fair. <laughs> see, that no, ain't right. I'm, I, I, but but I'm see, telling you, just I'm, like you how you said, <laughs> yeah. y'all know, yeah, we know too. Right. What category, what lane do right. I want to put this brother in? This is do true. I even want to deal with him? Why are you even stepping to me? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Is it is it bad that men are starting to feel like that? Like, oh, that, well, that we got well, options that we can place out where we want to belong. That too, or why you stay? Well, that's, I always have been but, headed like that. But, like, why you stay? Like, certain men feel like, hey, that you're not on my level. You're not in my level. You're not even in my classroom. Is it bad that y'all feel that like that? feel like that? No. Okay, because you hear some people say that, like, you know, they, hey, bro, you acting like a female. You want to be, you want to be, and I think men should be courted. I, and I agree. Uh-huh. I agree, but I think what the approach to it is out of whack. Explain. I don't agree. I don't agree with a male coming to me expecting me to give of myself prior to yeah. you courting me, date me, and allow me to get in that space with you because I am the queen. I'm the prize here. So my thinking may be a little jacked up. Yeah. And I have realized, okay, Carla, there's some things that you could do different, but I can't. That's my makeup. Yeah. So I I expect to be dated. Yeah. I like that. I like chivalry. Yeah. And because I have dated men that yeah. produce that and uh-huh. don't have an issue with that, I know that I don't got to settle for that. So right. what are we talking about here? Right, right, right. Now, you putting yourself over here, you shooting for over here, but bro, you cool. I, I like you. We good. Yeah, yeah. Stop trying to go in a lane that you can't fit in. You ain't even, you ain't even supposed to be over You ain't even supposed to. And, and you, your, character, your makeup, you saying that ain't, okay, cool. We ain't got to argue over it. Because yeah. I'm not hard up. I'm not desperate. Yeah. I may have liked you, but. You just turned all that off. Right, right, right. Because these are things that later down the road, I know is going to be a, a compromise for me that I'm not going to want to compromise on. Gotcha. I want to be dated. No, and, and that was where I was going with it. I think that if we set that up and we say that now, yeah. and like you said in the beginning, you say, hey, this is, these are my bottom lines. Yeah. And stand on them. Yeah. I, I really, I read a book a long time ago called The Way of a Superior Man. Mm-hmm. And I really believe it. If, if you can be easily put off your pivot, You'll forever be put off your pivot, and if and if she's not a real woman, mm-hmm. she'll use that against you. Yeah, because she knows she can always yeah stroke your ego a certain kind of way just to uh-huh. get whatever. Uh-huh. So I don't think it, I don't want no I don't want no bad I don't want no stroke guys your ego. 
Yeah, like she gonna stroke your ego and say, "Oh, it's good, it's woo," and get what she want out of the situation. Uh-huh. And then thirty days from now, you'll have another conversation, and you'll find yourself overextending yourself mm-hmm. for stuff that you knew you couldn't do in the beginning. But most men, I feel like, because we're broken people, yeah, and we don't know what a healthy relationship looks like. I'm I'm guilty of it. I've been in an unhealthy relationship. Yeah. Um, men will sign up for that because you guys are natural uh, uh, pursuers. Correct. And so what that looks like is always the same thing, even yeah. though it's not healthy. Does that make sense? Yeah. And then you're you're angry or mad that you're getting the same result, but you came to that woman the same way you came. The last one. The last one. And and you and I do I do agree. I think that men have to, no two women are the same. Mm-hmm. No two men are the same. But I think we take so much baggage from our past that we don't allow ourselves time enough to heal. That's where I was. Before we get into it. You see what I'm saying? We, we bounce back and forth. Mm-hmm. We were, you know, my biggest thing was being alone. Mm-hmm. That was my big, and I'm super That like, was my 2022. Like, I, I don't want to be alone. Who do? It's tough. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but I love it. But, like, and it was it was one of those moments where you like, bro, I got to sit in this house by myself. I'm celibate. And it's nothing wrong with it. At all. It's nothing wrong with it. And, it, and and I think when you get into that with certain guys, and if they can handle it, they can handle it. And if they uh-huh. can't, they can't. But, I mean, I can speak for myself. In, in the past, I've waited. Mm-hmm. I've waited years for, for a person because I felt like that was the person. Yeah. I I waited, like, you know that ain't that ain't all we have because I used to feel like, and being very transparent, a lot of dudes owe me some thank you notes uh-huh. because Not of already. yeah I ta- <laughs> I taught you how to love you see what I'm saying yeah. I taught you what it looked like to do this I was a hopeless romantic I'm chivalry I'm holding doors I'm this I'm that and I believe anybody that, that interacts with you on any kind of level on that on a romantic level or intimate level like that if you don't if they don't end up being the person at the end of the race with you. They have to go away from you to have something where the next person gets them saying, okay, you prepared them. You see what I'm saying? And I, I got, it's a couple people owe me some thank you cards. And I believe it's, and I believe I owe some other people some thank you cards as far as women that I've, you know, saying I've came across and they were, they were dope individuals. You see what I'm saying? I just wasn't ready. Right. I just wasn't ready. Yeah. And women, we have those experiences too. I have had, I have had that experience. Uh-huh. And you got to be honest. You got to be in an honest place in your life where you're comfortable and you're okay with accepting the truth about you. Yeah. When it comes to that intimate, intimacy space. Yeah. Am I a whole person? Come on. Go into a situation. Come on. With another whole person. Yeah. Or any individual. Yeah. But when it comes to whole people, if I'm pursued by somebody who a mm-hmm. little bit better. Gotcha. You know. Than where I am. Is that is that good? Can I complete this person? Am yeah. I ready to be a part of that chapter with that person, or could I be mm-hmm. damaging? You know what I'm saying? Bringing yeah. baggage and um, a lot of misfortunes to the yeah. situation. And I think that it takes a woman to be completely honest in that space where I'm ready to oh, accept yeah. the good, the bad, the ugly, the indifferent about me, yeah. and sit in it. That's mm-hmm. uncomfortable. When we talk about solitude, yeah. sit in that and deal with your shit, sus. Yeah. It's not easy, but to be completely honest, it's a lot of women like that. Um, I do believe we go through the chapters a, a lot more than you guys do Yeah, where we will sit in it, but we we avoid it too. 
Real boy, too. I do. I do think that we we will sit in it a lot quicker than what you guys do. Will is what I'm saying. But um, yeah, it's a lot of broken people running around here and trying to make whole plates, and you missing about five pieces in a cracked dish, and you over here trying to make it look good and make it like you got it all together and and you the right fit for this brother. Get out the way so somebody else can come in. So yeah. I like I feel that way on both sides. So I definitely yeah. I definitely agree. You put a good point to it. And I like how you said um you made a great woman. Mm-hmm. You helped prepare her. I don't think it's no woman that I've ever been with that I didn't prepare in some kind of way. But on that's what the you, beauty of it. Yeah, and I, but I have sisters, right? Yeah. And so when I'm talking to them, mm-hmm. I'm wrong and uncut. I recently had this conversation with my with my ex. See how it worked? Uh-huh. And I said, you know what? If this means me having to feel what I feel for you to be a better person and ready for the next woman, yeah, I just hope and pray that you've seen uh-huh. and respect and acknowledge the work that I did. Yeah. And if that's that's the only outcome, yeah, that's the only outcome. That's the only good. I'll, I'll, I'll and vice versa. I'll tell you very transparently. My claim to fame. This was my work. Okay. And let's just be friends and enjoy the moment. Because at the end of this, if, if it works, whether it don't work, I don't ever want you to hate me. And I don't want you to hate me. Let's let's fall in love with the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, so we'll brace the movement later on. Mm-hmm. But hey, I just want to be your friend forever, though. Mm-hmm. So it was it was it was um it was hard mm-hmm. a lot of times because I knew certain people wasn't gonna stay around. No matter, you can love the hell out of them. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm talking about like, you'd be like, she dope. Mm-hmm. And then there was some women that I'm like, man, I don't even want to deal with that. Because you can see, like you said, discernment. My discernment back then was like, it come with a lot of baggage. Mm-hmm. It, she ain't unpacked. Not even daddy issue, mama issues, uh-huh. self issues. Uh-huh. I hadn't unpacked my mother issues and mm-hmm. my dad issues as well. Mm-hmm. But as you start seeing different things and you see people unpacking this thing, man, you'd be like, you'd be surprised because I love it. I love to see people that I've had, you know, I've had seasons with mm-hmm. and i see them grow like that that gives me chills because i'm like bro it's still a chance yeah. when i see when i see women and they go on and get married or they go on and be be able to be dope people mm-hmm. i just want to be able to say i'm glad that you you let me share your moment right you know right. Th- those moments with you right whatever it looked like how be it looked like that. yeah because yeah. You, you you get lost in it you know what i'm saying when you look at um you watered the garden definitely mm-hmm. when you look at the younger you mm. What would you tell uh, the younger you at the age you at now? Let's say 18, 24. What would you say? What would you say to Miss Temple? What would you say to her? <laughs> what would you say to her? That was probably two different people. I know, but what would you say now that you know what you know? 18 what, to 25. Was I mean, we can say, we can say, <laughs> we can say 18, we can say 29. Yeah, so, uh, at the 18 version, what would you tell the 18 year old? I would tell the 18 year old. You got this. You got it. I love you. Come on. I love you. Come on. It ain't nothing about you that I would change. Yeah. You keep going. You keep you keep picking. Because at 18, I I was I had my own place. I changed my birth certificate <laughs> at 16. Come on, man. Come on. We gotta do what we gotta do. <laughs> I was coming off of being a fugitive. A run, uh, uh, I was on a run. <laughs> okay, okay. We got to talk about it. We're going to talk about it just a quick second. Quick second. Go ahead. But um, that 18-year-old, 
I had a I had to make her proud on the inside, and I would tell her, "Thank you, okay, thank you for the lessons, thank you for the tenacity." Yeah. Um, I would honestly tell her, "Thank you, thank uh, you, okay. thank you for not quitting." Cool. Thank you for keep going and and achieving, um, what you felt like you needed at that time. Gotcha. And then the twenty twenty year in the, the, the twenty four twenty nine. Yeah. Um, twenty four. 24 was a, a, a good time in my life. I yeah. had, uh, I think I, yeah, I had had my second son. Mm-hmm. Me and their dad was still together. Okay. I would tell that 24-year-old, we had, we had, was doing good in real estate. Um, I, I wouldn't tell that 24-year-old nothing. Let me go. I think she was. She was cool. Yeah, I would tell that twenty nine year old because it was after I lost my brother. Mm-hmm. I was going into my thirties, mm-hmm. and that was right around the time that me and my kid's dad had split up for the for the last time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would tell her if I knew what I knew now, stick it out. Come on, I would have told her to stick it out. Work through it. Work through it. So do you feel like that's the one that got away? <laughs> Not in the entirety, but in that, what you just said. In the sense of love wasn't an issue because we had love. Come on, come on. We didn't have the tool. Come on. And so I realized if I could have been a bit more groomed in the, in the, in the sector of being patient with that man, come on. I could have had an awesome uh, chapter. Yeah. Right now. So do you, chapter. So just okay. That's that's good. We gotta stay there real quick. Yeah. So, no, 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 <laughs> you get excited because because I think we have no patience. We don't. And I'd agree that relationship. I'm gonna be. I'm, I told you I was gonna give it yeah, to yeah. you, bro. Yeah, yeah. I think we have no patience. And I think the reason why we don't have any patience mm-hmm. because it's the fear of the unknown. We want to plan our lives mm-hmm. and instead of allowing the life to be. Mm. And I will tell you, uh, the 18-year-old me, mm-hmm. slow down. Mm. You ain't everybody's cup of tea. Mm. And some of the women too old for you. Ooh, brother. It's like you was messing with cougars. I, I was, <laughs> I, my, 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 my experimenting with, with the world, uh-huh. as they would say, as the, as, the, as the old saints would say, <laughs> it was early. Uh, okay. it, ain't, it ain't cute. Yeah, I don't glorify it at all. It was yeah. young, young. Yeah, I'm barely out of my. I'm barely eleven, twelve. Wow. Yeah. Mm. So you seen a lot of things, and you grew up so fast, and you didn't yeah. have to. Yeah. But by the time I came to eighteen, love looked so different to me. Mm-hmm. I was ready to play bonus daddy to anybody. You got kids? It don't matter. Twenty eight, thirty, fifty. Like it didn't what? matter. What? I, I was just I was in my own bag. You see what I'm wow. saying? Wow. Because I had I wanted love so bad. You see what I'm saying? When I got to my twenties, I would have told me like, "Hey, bro, it's okay." <laughs> like, no, it's it's okay. Like, you gotta cry. Wow. You have to open up, and you have to be able to allow people to show you who they are. Yeah. And you gotta be vocal and saying that you're not okay. Yeah. With certain things that people do to you, and certain way they treat you, you you sweep everything under the rug, mm. and now you didn't lift this rug up, and you didn't swept everything underneath this mug. It's a hill. Mm-hmm. Plus, it's a hole down there. Mm. Where all this dirt is up on top of it, and you just steady stepping on it every other day. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and when it came to relationships, and, and I was so I was you know, but I didn't realize it 
you know, out of my friend group, I was the one you called for all the answers. So you thought you had it together. I did. Yeah. I thought I had it all together. You see what I'm saying? Um, but I think that's so amazing because a lot of women won't say, a lot of people won't say, like, yeah. bro, I, I, I a lot of women a, won't. I could have been a little bit more patient with him. Yeah. Or I could have been a little patient with her. So, yeah. I, so I think that's live. Yeah, I, I should have been. Um, and and this is something that you know I have had two serious relationships since him. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I've talked to. Yeah. Different dudes, but given myself, I don't play that. Right. So. Um, these are conversations that I've had with both of them. Yeah. You know, but I'm, I think I'm that, big on being friends. You got to yeah. be my friend. I yes. got to be able to be honest with you and share yeah. if something's bothering me or I'm going through something because at the end of the day, my kids is always our common denominator and tied to mm-hmm. that. But my last relationship, I mean, he's my best friend. Yeah. And we would have conversations about this. Um, and I, I was honest, like, I recently honest, like, I think I finally grieved Come on. my relationship with my kid's father. Come on. And I was the one who left. Come on. Uh, I think a lot of men will stay. Come on. Even when it's not, when it's broken. Yeah. Because, you know, just going to the family aspect and the black family um, within itself. Yeah. We don't know nothing else. That's it. And I think men don't always see themselves as value first. And, uh, and the woman does first. Yeah. So we'll shake up the dynamics and make some changes before the men will. Right. And I just think we were young. You know, I was 17 when I met my kid's father. Yeah. I always um, wanted to be with the person I had kids with. Never wanted to be with anybody else. You know, typical, I guess, typical black person story. I'm about to say that woman. I'll say yeah. woman. That's me too. Nah, we shared that. Yeah. I mean, our come up and, and building our careers, we started together. You know, I was 20 when I, I, I got blessed with working in, in the mortgage industry. And mm-hmm. by 24, we had five real estate investments and our own house and our two kids. And mm-hmm. we had an awesome support system. I just think as we grew and matured, we wasn't maturing on communication. Come on. Our communication was, was off. Come on. We didn't know how to communicate with one another. Which we didn't know how to talk to each other's love language. We didn't even know what that was and how to articulate that yeah. stuff. You know what I'm saying? So I can only speak for me. We had got past them years where you cheated and all of that. We didn't yeah. have those issues. Yeah. So when I tell the story about me and my kid's father, our issue was just our communication. It was us. Yeah. You know, we, we went to bed in the home. One fall sleep upstairs in the bed first. The other one going to sleep on the couch. Avoiding. You know what I'm saying? So on the outside, it looked good, yeah, and we handled it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I had got to the place where I'm like, "Damn, is this love? Is this how I want?" Because our kids are getting older, so it was like, "Is this how I want my kids to think that love is supposed to go in mm-hmm. a household is supposed to be, you know, ran?" Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't lie, I remember praying like, "Okay, God, take me out of this." Yeah. Remove me from this. I felt so connected because that's my family. Right. And so um confused by that because I'm I just wasn't happy and I didn't know how to find, find my it. happiness mm-hmm. and be connected with my family. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It was like I know my happiness has a a place here. Got you. And I can't be everything I want to be without it. Yeah. How does that work? And so that's why I say, like, we just didn't have the right tools. Yeah. Um, and and even if I said people to tell us, because people probably did tell me, yeah. you know, but 
I didn't I didn't listen or I didn't know. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? We just didn't have the right tools. So um I felt like when, when God released me and said you can go, he also told me you was gonna go through something, but I didn't know what that was. Right, 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 right. I didn't know what that looked like. All I knew was I felt like I got yeah. released. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was ugly was for it a, years. Was it immediately where you like, dang, I kinda shouldn't nah. have done it? No. This to be honest with you, this this has like revelation has kind of came up over the years. Gotcha, gotcha. You know what I'm saying? And I would kind of sweep it under the rug. Come on. Yeah. Not deal with it. Who you big? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And be like, nah, you know. Because we were still in that ugly place on our communication. Because mm-hmm. I made the best decision. Yeah. I'm good, you know. <laughs> Come whatever. On, that's you know good. what I'm saying? But me and him, we always had this connection. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I remember when he had his daughter, he felt like it was the worst thing. He loved his daughter. Right. Don't don't get it twisted. Gotcha. But I remember he said, I'll never get her back now. Because we only had two kids together. We didn't have kids with nobody else. Gotcha. So we, what we understood and what we dealt with each other, mm-hmm. that was our family. That's mm-hmm. how we dealt with it. And I remember it just kind of made him feel like I broke the dynamic. Gotcha. And if there ever was a chance, and I'm like, I love his daughter. Yeah. And I'm like, we went together. Yeah. And I'm coming out of my relationship. Nigga, I'm hurt over this. Yeah. <laughs> like, like right. you know what I'm saying? So I wasn't even in that place. And like I said early on, because I grew up with my siblings, ain't no hat. Gotcha. We don't know that. That's my sister. That's mm-hmm. my brother, period, point blank. Right, right. You bleed, I bleed. You hurt, I hurt. You win, I win. Okay. You lose, I lose. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I wanted for my sons and their sister. And they, she's crazy about her, they brothers. Yeah. And, they're crazy about they sister. That's dope. So, um, yeah, just over the years, it was something that I probably swept underneath the rug. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? And this is why I say, like, you know, shout out to my ex. He was my be- he's my best friend because I could have these real conversations. I think that's what's missing yeah. in a lot of relationships. They not we're not friends, yeah. or we worry about if I'm truly transparent with this mm-hmm. person, how they're gonna look at me, or how they're gonna take it, or how they're gonna feel about what I'm saying. Are they gonna mm-hmm. take it as that I'm lesser, you know, especially mm-hmm. with men. When you mm-hmm. give when you give your vulnerability and you mm-hmm. open, it's it can be used against you later on. Yeah. Wherever yeah. you like. And it and it wasn't, let me be clear, because it wasn't in a sense of I had regret. Yeah. It wasn't like that or I wanted to go back. It was seeing go, going through challenges with my boys or moments that I dreamed about and I've always wanted them to feel the connection. Yeah. Between mom and dad, right. and both of us being able to be present Same for time. these moments, it would be those things where my heart would hurt, and I would be like, "I interrupted this and took this from my kid." Got you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I got you. I and got you. that's how that would, you know, it would come about. So I would deal with that and get in those places. So I could not be transparent with my partner, right? Because it would weigh on me. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I needed to be honest and release that and, and have a safe place. So going back to like journaling, you know, yeah. I wrote him a letter one year about 2019. I never gave it to him because I wanted him to know yeah. he was enough. Yeah. And it wasn't that he wasn't enough. It was I didn't know enough about me. Yeah. And he didn't know enough about him. And we Come just on. didn't have the tools. No, I can. I can. You know I, what I'm saying? I've been there. Writing letters. And yeah. Everything. Yeah. And yeah. so just fast forward. And um, like I said, 2022 was my year of dealing with a lot of stuff. Yeah. Being present for myself. Yeah. Sitting still. Not just going, going, going like the energizer money and giving on myself. Allowing God to be still and know that I am God. 
is yeah. what is what the scripture said that came up in my heart a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, being in that place, I was able to grieve, mm-hmm. and that was one one situation that I had to grieve, and I wanted to let it go and not convict myself because I convicted myself. You know what I'm saying? Oh. A lot because of those moments and going through raising boys is difficult. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's difficult. So, yeah, I didn't I didn't want that. And in this 40 chapter, I'm not taking nothing, yeah. nothing old, no pain, no stones, no sticks and stones, right. no, no problems, no issue, uh-huh. no money. You keep it, got it, you win. Uh-huh. Got you. Now, you said something about being a fella. Or you was a fugitive. I wasn't a felon. Nah. A, a fugitive. <laughs> you was running. Yeah. What was going on? Uh, <laughs> like you said, you know, I lived a, a fast life at an early age. It's I was exposed to a lot. Respect. Yeah, I was exposed to a lot. Um, I grew up in the era where we was shallow. Come on. You know what I'm saying? You. So if you didn't if you didn't look a certain way, okay. you didn't you didn't have have your hair done, nails done, wear certain clothes. Well you you, you, was, you wasn't in though. the French roll era. You was after that though, right? I was in the French roll era. With the buttons on the joint? Uh-huh. Cut it out. Yeah. <laughs> and with the what is it? The donkey monkey tail you where you were wearing straight up? Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Nineties. Nineties. I'm eighty three, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm eighty four. Okay. Yeah. So what's your dreams? My dreams. As they come, as they as as you as you get into forty, what's your dreams? What's some dreams that you have? Like just maybe one or two. Um, you know, I had to redefine my purpose. I think sometimes we think that our purpose is just forever. Yeah, and and that's not true. Yes, it, it changes. Um, my why has changed. Okay. So when we talk about dreams, um. I don't know all of how. Mm-hmm. I know some things that I'm I'm gonna do. Yeah. But the big picture. Yes. When it comes to legacy and creating that big picture, um, is bigger than me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not all about me. So how I look at it is like you know you got the sky, you got this big old cloud, and that's the big picture. That's that's the goal. That's what we hiking up to. Yeah. And you got all these different roads to get there. At some point on a journey, I'm going to touch all them roads. I may not know what, what's all on the lane, but that's what I'm going to have to do to get there and fulfill it. So a woman that wear many hats, yep. you know, and, and many callings, be a part of many destinations, many, many things, creator, gotcha. creations. So the outcome in the big picture is all about the legacy of what you leave. Yeah. Behind so what's your for the next person. What you want them to say when they say your name and your legacy? What you wanted to be said that you was doing? May the work that I done speak for me. Come on. Just like my brother. Yeah. We put that in his his uh, casket. Yeah. Let the work that I done speak for me. So I want them to have a blueprint. Mm-hmm. I want them to be able to say, okay, this is who we are. Mm-hmm. This is who we are. And those those are the souls that are like lineage connected to me. Gotcha. Not outside of that, but when I talk about family, mm-hmm. my nieces, my children, who gotta come and pick up the torch and the baton. Yeah. I want them to know who we are. Gotcha. This is who we are. Gotcha. And this is what we do and how we do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I want to be able to leave uh, 
a legacy of of power of respect mm-hmm. um uh you know those boundaries mm-hmm. and i want to leave money come on keeping it real yeah i want to be i want to be able to leave wealth where they yeah. have opportunities yeah that we didn't have that we didn't have and why it's important that they understand who we are and how we do things yes, ma'am. is because you can mishandle that wealth. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? And when I talk about wealth, not just in the monetary fashion, mm-hmm. but wisdom. So when I talk about the blueprint, I want them to know how to pursue, how to go about it. And I can only live that out through my choices, through my actions. Right. Right. So, okay. I don't know. This, is, this has been a good one. Thank you. This has been a real good one. So I do one question. Uh, before we get up out of here, and I'm going to give you this one. Then I want you to also shout out your platform and stuff like that, where they can reach you at and, you know, everything that you got going on. Mm-hmm. In the case of emergency, mm-hmm. who's the first person you call? Um, That's tough. It depends on what the emergency is. First person. Oh, my goodness. It's no right or wrong. It ain't no. First person, I'm going to call an emergency. Uh, oh, my God. Um, it can't be two people. <laughs> just, just give me the one first. Just give me the one first. I'm gonna probably call my mama. Okay, you and your mama together. It's an emergency. Who's the next person? My ex. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? That's tough, right? Yeah. So the reason why I ask because um, you got this thing at work when mm-hmm. you when you're in corporate America. Uh-huh. the emergency contact. Uh-huh. Yeah. A lot of people say it's either supposed to be your spouse or your parents mm-hmm. or whatever. You know, depending on how you get down. Mm-hmm. My challenge is to the world that we have a phone. Mm-hmm. They only have 1,800 contacts in it, everybody and everything. Mm-hmm. Be able to have five people that you can call for everything. Not one thing, but everything. But be able to know their number by heart mm-hmm. is the challenge. You see what I'm saying? We don't, we don't remember our numbers. We don't remember our nothing. But we know that we can call certain people. But mm-hmm. if that phone dies, we kind of like to duck in water. You see what I mean? So I always challenge people to make sure they have multiple people that they can pour into them and that they can pour into them. Mm-hmm. And then I don't care if it's like real, real estate, right? Mm-hmm. I want to start this or I want to do this. You should be able to call somebody and say, hey, because you know me and you know what I bring to the table and I know what you bring to the table, I want to start this and I need $1,000 mm-hmm. from this person. I need $1,000 from you and I We should be able to do that. Mm-hmm. I tell my guy all the time. He should be able to call his people and say, hey, man. I want to do something with my, you know what I'm saying, with my visuals and my, you know what I'm saying, what I'm doing over here with photography and everything mm-hmm. else, right? He should better call multiple people and they should better do it. And if not, we have to keep elevating mm-hmm. until we get to that place because getting to that place mm-hmm. will show growth. It's nothing wrong with your your friends will still be your friends, mm-hmm. but it's people in business that you should be able to call. It's mm-hmm. people in, you know, when you're going through and everything, but you should be able to call. It shouldn't be one thing you can call this person mm-hmm. for or one thing you can call that person for. Mm-hmm. So, um, that camera right there, if you'd be so kind to uh, shout out your handles. Okay. And, you know, job, everything like that as far as what you do mm-hmm. and where they can reach you at. Okay. So, I am Carletta, a.k.a. Miss Vogel. You can find me on Facebook at as Carletta Temple. Um, we also, in March, we will be kicking off our Miss Mogul page. So, on all platforms, you can find Miss Mogul KC, Miss Mogul KC, um, <clears throat> yeah website oh so i'm an entrepreneur i own a real estate brokerage here in kansas city mm-hmm. i'm an investor developer um and i'm a motivational speaker and a life coach i will be accepting new clients after march 
uh, well, I'll be starting my life coach business mm-hmm. and I'll be accepting clients after March. Yeah. So yeah. I think I covered everything. That's good. That's yeah. good. So like I tell y'all all the time, never goodbye. I always see you later. May God be your direction. And we will be your seatbelt in this thing called life. That we see each other again, man. Y'all be cool. Be safe, man. Love. Thank you.